Good to have you back. Bill Michaels Show continuing on. 877-867-1670. you want to find us, uh, feel free. Give us a shout. We'd love to hear from you again. 877-867-1670. You can email the program. Email it, uh, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. You can always find us over on uh, over on the Facebook fan page. You can find us on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels, or at Ben Z. Kenny. Uh, you can find us over on Instagram as well. So plenty of ways to track down uh, what we have going on if you uh, if you choose to do so. Um, we were sitting here, obviously, you know, talking a little bit of Aaron Rodgers, talking about some of the, uh, some of the Brewers stuff, uh, Brewers, Obviously, getting ready to come north. Uh, this is from Rick, who says, I couldn't agree more. How many times have I ever sat at County Stadium in the snow just being there to say I was there? Um, which I agree with you, by the way. There's a lot of people that go to, to you know, uh, that, well, not anymore, but that did because opening day was an event. It still is. I'm not to say that uh, opening day shouldn't happen. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm just simply saying that opening day for as wonderful as it is in in northern climates, maybe the thought might be maybe you just want to wait. Now, granted, people in Wisconsin are like, wow, we're Wisconsinites. We can take it. Yeah, I can, I agree with that. It's not like you're not going to. You know, that's not that's not what I'm saying. But just for the the game itself. This is not football. It's It's baseball. And just for the game itself, the betterment of the game, um, it's like, yeah, you know, should you uh, should you be playing baseball when it's you know snowing and flurrying outside? Um, oh, well, this one's from Tony who says, uh, "Well, they do it for the World Series. Why not do it to open the season?" Which I think is a, a whole other <laughs> it's a whole other thing, man. I agree, it's a whole other deal. Uh, 877-867-1670. Uh, give us a shout again, 877-867-1670. Um, yeah, uh, Scott says, don't forget, uh, the year after the World Series, uh, you think it was 83, uh, the home opener was backed up for almost two weeks because of bad weather. Yeah, we've seen the starts to seasons uh, in northern climates, Boston, Chicago, Cleveland, um, Minneapolis, um, Colorado. All of those games get backed up uh, at times because of weather. Because of And it's in New York. Same thing. It's not too bad. I mean, Philadelphia, is, it's kind of hit or miss when it comes to opening day, too, when it comes to weather-wise. Right, Ben? It's more hit. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been mild recently, especially okay. compared. I, I mean, Boston is probably five hours north, four or five hours right. north. There's a big okay. difference. It's it's so different than Chicago, though, when it right. comes to that. Yeah, people are wondering if if they should just you know man up and play through it. You know, no, I. It it just to me though, I, and I get it <laughs> because here's the thing: we are a football mentality state. Weather should not be a factor. But in baseball, it is. It just is. Oh, it's just hailing sideways, Bill. Come on. Yeah, and it's not. It, you know, it's just. It's not the same. It just isn't. Um, but that some people thrive on that. Uh, me, I'm. When I think of baseball, I think of sitting in the stands in shorts. I think of sitting in the stands in a t-shirt, 
Um, you know, you're kicking back. You got a you you got your broad. You got your beer. You got some you know popcorn or whatever it happens to be. Uh, if you're like me, maybe you're keeping score of the game, whatever. But you've got all that, and you you have that ability to relax and just watch a ball game. You're not going there for you know three hours and fighting the weather while just sitting there waiting for something to happen. Football's different. It's just a different animal. But uh, that's just me. That's just maybe I'm just whining too much. Which well, could, here's the thing. Uh, so Badgers obviously opened up spring practice on on Saturday. And it snowed the the full foot on Friday, but they practice indoors, Mm -hmm. which I think is ridiculous. Right. You know, (laughs) got there in the snow, install the offense, shovel the field. You got to prepare for when it snows during late December playoff games. So you don't uh, you don't observe the Mike Holmgren rule, which was Mike said, I didn't want to practice outside because I'd rather concentrate on getting more work done than worrying about fighting the weather and staying warm. That's the NFL. You know, this is it's Fickle's got to <laughs> Fickle's got to install his culture bill. It's about character. Right. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll follow you down that path. I'm with you. Not to mention people are wondering if Phil Longo's air raid offense can work when there are 2 feet of snow on the ground. Uh we were all wondering that. When was the last time, seriously, <laughs> uh that that the even Wisconsin had to deal with a lot of snow on the ground because usually their season's Never. done uh, by the end of November. Yes, and that's the while joke. you do have cold days, yeah, I was going to say. I mean, that's the cold days, but uh, well, that's you're not the only one. Dwayne just said the same thing. He said, "What about bad weather teams?" And I'm thinking to myself, now rain is probably more prevalent than heavy snow. I can't remember many college games played in heavy, heavy snow unless you're playing in Montana. Oh, you don't watch enough Wyoming. Western Michigan, Central Michigan Wednesday night action. No, Those games well, are covered yeah, in we've snow. We've seen that. We've seen that. Okay, incredible. that'll give you. Buffalo. We've seen that. Okay. Upstate New York. But we, we haven't, I, I think... Because uh, Minnesota is the most far north team in the Big Ten, correct? I think so. The Minnesota I, Golden I'm no Gophers, geography I the furthest, But I think they're the furthest, most northern team there is. And I think we've only seen them play in some downpours of snow on probably, you could count on maybe two hands total in the last 30, 40 years. Badgers played a snow game so there I, a couple years ago, but it was it was snowing. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't it wasn't compiling two feet. It wasn't like feet seats. of snow, right? It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. No, but again, you have so, to prepare yeah, for the you know. prepare for the worst. You know. Yeah. Uh, by the way, RJ says no snow here in Winter Haven, Florida. <laughs> Whatever, RJ. I think the bigger news story would be is if they do have snow in Winter Haven, Florida. <laughs> Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. John says Packers' best scenario, to me, in my opinion, is to trade Aaron Rodgers after June first for a load of picks uh, next year when they know they're going to need a, a quarterback uh, for the team. So John's already preparing for the worst. John's already like, uh, yeah, you got to get picks next year because uh, Jordan Love's going to suck. If you go by that mentality, then I would take. 
the first-round draft choice next year. But here's the problem with that, Jake. If you take the Jets, let's just say Rodgers is a success. Say the Jets make it to the postseason. Then you're still not drafting in the top 15 because you're going to be drafting at the bottom of the first round where if you do need a good high draft choice quarterback, you're not going to get one. So think about that. If Rodgers is what everybody thinks he is, and he comes back and plays the way many people think he will play with the chip on his shoulder, then the Jets' first-round draft choice next year is going to be a much worse position by at least 10 10 spots, you would assume. Right? So it could be more. Suppose the Jets go to the Super Bowl. Then you're drafting 31st. So yeah, the, the you know then your super then then your your draft choice becomes a very very high second round draft choice, basically. What's the value of it then? Now I'd, I'd say, I, I say the deal will get done before draft day, and if and I still say the deal is pretty much done. It's just a matter of who's going to blink. You know. ESPN Steve says, hey, don't forget, if love is still that bad, then we're still going to get a high draft choice. True. You are true. You are 100% true. Uh, By the way, the head coach of the Jets, Robert Sala, uh, talks about Aaron Rodgers attending the OTAs. Here we go. I started chuckling when you said that. (laughs) I know. He says, quote, this is Robert Sala. Talking about Aaron Rodgers coming to the OTAs and the minicamps. Here we go. Quote, if there's a great rapport with the coordinator, there's really no sense of urgency. The quarterback, if he understands the system, if the quarterback knows it, it's just a matter of refining skills and all that kind of stuff. So there's no hurry on our end. That is a a very kind way of saying Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to show up at OTAs. Because we've had to kiss that ass all this time. (laughs) Right? No urgency. No urgency. That's why the Packers said, talk to you later. Talk to you later. No big deal. Then again, don't forget, not only, not only have the Jets not been, not been to a a Super Bowl since January 12th, 1969 as John so eloquently puts it. But he also says, let's not forget, the Jets have not been back to the postseason since 2010. 2010. One of, if not the longest drought in all the NFL. So if Aaron Rodgers is an old dude and you don't want to give up much for him, then why are you panicking if you don't get them? Why? Because you have not been to the postseason since 2010. You haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1969. What would you give to get there? I think most Jets fans would give up maybe a child, a left testicle, an arm, an ear, an eye, anything. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Maybe their fireman helmet. 
to get back to a Super Bowl. So to say that if Aaron Rodgers gets you there, he's really not worth a first-round draft choice again. Smoke him if you got him. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. to have you back the bill michaels show continuing on and hey don't forget about our friends at kane and kane k-o-e-h-n kane and kane jewelers kanejewelry.com as a matter of fact in west bend and they're your go-to uh, they're worth the drive and they're just great people and you can also follow the uh the uh, the podcast the buy like a guy podcast that andy kane puts out which is uh, on instagram you can track it down over there but uh, just good stuff. They do a variety of different things, but they're just good people. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. By the way, we have a national champion right here in our own backyard. Not only do we have the uh, the hockey team uh, become champion, the women's hockey team at UW, but also MATC has won the championship as well. They r- rock to a historic season. MATC, the men's basketball team, uh, they ended up getting the win, uh, and uh, they won the National Junior College Athletic Association Division II national title after beating the eighth-seeded Macomb 86-65 in the championship game in Danville, Illinois. So congratulations to MATC as well. Nice job. Way to go, man. Good stuff. Um, Andy Reid at the owners' meeting talking about Jordan Love. Take a listen. Uh, what? George, George, what? Um, Jordan Love? Oh, yeah, I thought he was good. <laughs> Come on. Oh, my God. I don't mean to laugh because that, that's putting Andy Reid on the spot. And Andy Reid just won a championship. He's just trying to get through the owners' meetings and answer some questions about his own team and Maybe their their second championships in his tenure and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, by the way, Andy Jordan Love, what, what, who, who? Jordan Sparks, Jordan Spieth, what? No, Jordan Love. Oh yeah, yeah, he was good. Ben, when you heard that, were you cracking up? I chuckled. Yeah, I just like everything about Andy Reid, and I find him funny. Right. And the context of it, you know, reporter comes in. Oh, we're going to get going to get the ultimate. All the coaches that played against Jordan Love. What do they think of him? Hey, coach, mm-hmm. what do you think about Jordan Love? Right. Who's Jordan Love? <laughs> Jordan. Jordan. What? OK. Just I love Andy Reid. I don't fault him and I don't look at it as some kind of negative backhanded slap towards Jordan Love either. 
Uh, no. You know, it's like Jordan Love's had one official start in his entire career. It was against Kansas City. You know, other than that, he has been a, uh, you know, other than obviously people talking about him because he is about to be the projected starter for the Green Bay Packers. But beyond that, I, you know, <laughs> Andy Reid's like, Jordan, what? Jordan, we just won a Super Bowl. What do you ask me about Jordan Love for? Oh, yeah, I thought he was good. <laughs> That's, I love it. Uh, I love it. Do you it. know the follow-up question? As, as you always, you know, oh. like to bring up, what would you ask next if, if we, you were what, there? What was asked? No, go ahead and tell me. What I would ask next is, hey, Andy, do you, do you have any issue with, you know, the, the fact that the groundskeeper for the Super Bowl is a diehard Chiefs fan and season ticket holder and also made the wettest surface known to man for the Super Bowl? To, to well, negate the Eagles' pass rush and hand you guys a victory? Well, there you go. But the question then becomes, he's also the guy that quit because he says the NFL effed it all up. Is he not? Who, the sod father? Yeah, the sod father quit. No, that guy's like 92. He retired. Right. He he quit after this 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 year. Oh, I think he retired he said, a couple years ago. He was, no, he, he was the face no, the of the guy operation. That, the guy that just retired, that just walked away and quit, said that they kept watering the grass and they watered it heavily less than 24 hours before they rolled it back in. He said the grass didn't have a chance to even dry. They overwatered it and he told them not to. He said the NFL screwed this up. Remember the interview he did with, I think it was USA Today? Yes. Yeah, we could take him at his word. <laughs> or could go the other way. Bitter Ben Kenny, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Nah, it's fine. I'm over it. Okay. Well, the, I still think Philadelphia's one of the better teams. I think they got a sh- good shot at going back again next year. We could actually see the same two teams next year. Oh, do, do you no. think that uh, Philadelphia has not uh, – how much do you think Philadelphia has lost? Well, they've, they've lost a lot on the field. Uh, they've lost more off the field. They lost both coordinators. More importantly, the offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. So the big question is, what does that look like? Because right. a, a lot of great coaches, as soon as they lose their top guys, it's over for them. You know, mm-hmm. so that's a big loss. And then I don't know. We'll see when the draft stuff's over. They always pull some weird trades or weird free agent signings late in the off season that work out between you know guys that get bought out or teams that want right. to get rid of somebody. Um, but the tweet yeah. of, by the way, the tweet of Andy Reid saying that he didn't know who Jordan Love was is going quite mm-hmm. viral, right? which is very funny when said out of context. Right. Yeah, no, I, uh, I get it. I, I just think it's kind of, kind of giggly that people are trying to, to get Andy Reid. Uh, they're trying to get this inside scoop. Like Andy Reid's going to go, you know, all of his tendencies were this, and we did this, and we could get him, and and he, you know, no, I think he was pretty good. That's, that's kind of what you would expect from Andy Reid. Love it. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Uh, this is from, who's this from? This is from Alec. Alec says, uh, hey, guys, uh, can't Aaron Rodgers just have a say in this? Can he ask the team if he restructures his contract to let him go? Uh, or could he restructure it to make it more team-friendly, therefore to get rid of him for less draft choices? He can do anything. Rodgers can do anything. I, I, I don't know. 
Um, I don't know what the I, – I don't know what you want him to do. I mean, if you're talking about – do you think he's going to say, hey, guys, I'll take less money to make it easier for you, meaning the Packers, to do what you want to do? I mean, is that the case? You know, I mean – I. If everybody believes Rodgers is mad at the organization and the organization by dragging their heels has pissed him off and by shopping him early has pissed him off and all that kind of stuff, his words, then why would he do anything? I guess if he wants out that badly, he could and make it easy. But I, I don't know. I, I don't know what is and isn't allowed either. Um, you know, the Players Association would certainly balk at something of a, of a drastic reduction. So, but I, I, as of right now, that's not a discussion. It's, um, right now, everybody's just trying to figure this whole thing out with what the trade compensation is going to be for Rogers and his, and his services. So there you go. Oh, what else do we have here for you? We got all kinds of stuff. Uh, our buddy Steve says, as we continue to wait and wait and wait and wait, I think the Jets are hurting themselves more by not finalizing the trade sooner rather than later. They are losing valuable time with Salah and Hackett being able to share the playbook and move forward. Do you think that this may actually be the week that something gets done at the owners' meetings? Uh, You had mentioned what I felt was a fair deal with the Packers and the Jets swapping 13-15, and the Packers getting the Jets two second-rounders after this year. Uh, The Jets will keep their first-round pick, and the Pack could get a couple of spots higher in the first round, while the Packers uh, can't. Uh, can't do, can't do with thirteen and three second rounders. Could be amazing. Or you mean what they can do? Uh, they could reload with an edge, tight end, wide receiver, and a safety with these four picks, and instantly improve the team greatly. Congrats to Bryce Terang on milk- making the opening day team, and I look forward to Achurio being called up at some time later this year. Time for the snow to melt and baseball to be played. That's our buddy Stephen Richfield. I think it it it's at least a compromise. And here's the other reason why, because then you don't have the Jets dictating what it is you could do with that draft choice. Say, say the Jets keep the 13th pick, okay? And you got a guy right there that you really want. I mean, you know, you, you're, you're, like, you're like on this guy, right? And suddenly it's announced at the podium, the New York Jets have traded the 13th overall pick to the Minnesota Vikings for, you know, whatever. And the Vikings are on the clock and they take the guy you want. I don't want to allow that control in the Jets' hands at that point. I want to see the Packers just flip-flop them. Packers get the 13th. Jets keep the 15th. Packers get the two second-rounders and conditional picks next year. That that I that I would consider, but with the Jets keeping thirteenth pick, they most likely would want an offensive tackle, but there's other teams as well that are looking for offensive line help. So I don't I don't want another team jumping up and getting a guy that may fall to you. And I, I'm not saying it has to be an offensive lineman, but suppose it's a tight end. Suppose it's the Lions. 
they jump up and take the tight end that you were looking at. Packers need tight end help. Packers need a wide receiver. Packers need a safety. They need d- deeper defense uh, in the trenches. You know, I, I don't want to leave that choice up to the team that I'm trading with. You know, so that's that's my point. Regardless, you walk away with that 13th. Just my uh, just my thought. 877-867-1670. Give us a call. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. we got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. over the weekend had a really nice time down there had some good music down there too uh and if you're looking for a, a good entertainment thursday friday saturday or maybe just go down relaxing watching some of the games 323 west main street downtown waukesha that is the nice ash.com nice ash cigar bar with a huge walk-in humidor they have uh, different uh, you know whiskeys and bourbons and hookahs as well 13 different flavors of hookahs as a matter of fact and like i said live entertainment thursday friday and saturday that's 323 west main street downtown nice ash cigar bar um this one first of all uh i was asked am i grilling out uh this opening day uh i am not because we're going to be at stanning's maybe that night when i get back but um the show coming up uh next monday a week from today we're going to be live at stanny second and national walkers point for the opener, uh, the Brewers' home opener. So we're looking forward to that, as we we have been the last couple of years. So uh, excited about that. And a reminder, coming up this Friday, too, we're going to be in Sheboygan at the, the Lakers Ice Center. So if you are going to be in the Sheboygan area this Friday, come on out and say hello. It's the Midwest RV Show. And I'm going to be there with our friends from Cunis RV, all set up and ready to go. So uh, excited about that. Uh, our buddy Nightwing says that uh, it's he thinks it's funny how uh, people have, you know, gone to from loving Rodgers to hating Rodgers and not understanding why Goody drafted love to absolutely hating on Rodgers and thinking Goody is a god. Uh, I think it's wrong on both accounts. First of all, Rodgers, it's not that they hate Rod. Nobody hates Rodgers. Rodgers has done a lot for this organization. You appreciate what he's done. I think what people are tired of is the act. Uh, it, it's It's draining. And secondly, again, for the umpteenth million times, whatever that number equates to, I have said this over and over and over again. At the end of the season, the very last game against the Detroit Lions, I stated that whatever Rodgers needs to come back, give him his time. Okay. But when he decides that he comes back or you talk to him, Whatever that may be, you sit down and you have a conversation in which it's very open and very honest. As as Aaron Rodgers said, very transparent. And the transparency comes in the form of 
Aaron, look, we've given you everything you wanted. You got Cobb, you got Mercedes Lewis. Uh, Robert Tanyan comes back from injury. You know, Elton Jenkins got paid. Bakhtiari's got paid. You know, we kept the running backs with you. Now, we couldn't keep Devontae. We know that. We know the reasoning why, what went on behind the scenes and such. We understand all of that. But we tried to do everything we can to not only give you a say, but to give you a voice, to give you an opinion, and to take that into consideration. We, we've, we've done everything you wanted us to do. We tried to keep the lines of communication open. Okay. Uh, but we And we paid you. <laughs> First and foremost, we paid you and paid you a lot of money, right? So... We want you to come back. Okay, here you go. Are you? We want you all in. As as Goody said, we expect a return on our investment. That doesn't mean wins and losses. That's not what he was saying. What Goody was saying was the return on the investment is you're all in. And they looked at Aaron, and if Aaron didn't answer the phone, wasn't answering texts, was aloof, unsure, wants to come back he probably if he comes back he doesn't want to come to the otas and remember he is the keynote speaker at a hallucinogenic convention in june now i don't know if that butts up against you know one of the otas or the mini camps but if it does and he'd rather go talk about hallucinogenics than come in and be the quarterback and set up whatever rapport you could possibly gain with the wide receivers or the guys around them you're probably looking at him going you're not all in and I get the argument all the time. Well, how much is three practices or five practices going to matter? My question always is, what can it hurt? If Patrick Mahomes thought it uh, thought highly enough to say, hey, guys, we got to get together and work out prior to the season, and they went on to win a Super Bowl, it can't hurt. Jordan loves getting together with his guys out in, in California right now. It can't hurt. There's no downs. There's absolutely positively no downside to that. None. So other than Roger's frustration for him being at 200 level and everybody else being at 100 level, and they should be all coached up by the time he gets there. Otherwise, it doesn't hurt anything. So my guess is they looked at him and said, are you all in? And he said, no, I'm not all in. And they said, okay, we'll talk to you later. And they said, okay, we're going to move on. As far as that's not hating on Roger's. That's looking at a, a, at a situation and a reality. Because at some point during the season, he's going to point out the rapport, the trust, whatever adjective and or terminology he wants to use with the wide receiver that he doesn't have, and he's going to look at it and kind of blame them. And the young guys are in there going, all we're doing, wanting to do is get on the same page with this guy. He don't want to talk to us. And as far as Goody being a god, no, the first couple of years of his tenure, I mean, with what's left over via the drafts, not impressive. The drafting of Jordan Love certainly was a monkey wrench in the whole thing, no doubt about that. But when it comes to recent drafts and recent moves, they've kind of worked out. Now, not all moves work out. No general manager is 100%. I don't think Goody's a god. I think he's I think he's good, but I think this is yet another year in which it's going to be a prove-it year. And I do know that he took the step in backing his head coach, and his coach said, I want to keep Joe Barry, and Goody was very quick to say, we've got talent on the field. In other words, we know we've got good players. Now it's up to you two guys to figure out how to make this defense better because <laughs> we've given you a lot of talent, and it's year after year after year this defense team seems to figure out ways to falter. Not going to happen anymore. It's not on my watch. This, is, this was your get-out-of-jail-free card. So I, I, the whole thing with uh, 
not loving Rodgers and thinking Goody's a god, I think, is erroneous. Uh, by the way, Vegas has made their statement. Ben, how many wins do you think the Green Bay Packers are going to get this year via Las Vegas? I think they would set it at eight and a half. BetOnline.ag has said the Green Bay Packers over and under is seven. Wow. I'll take the over. Seven. The uh, 2022 opening win total was ten and a half. They finished last season with eight wins. This year they're setting it at seven. Seven wins for the Green Bay Packers. So there you go. By the way, your Philadelphia Eagles are at uh, ten and a half. San Francisco's weird because they don't even have a quarterback. I mean, they've got two, but Trey Lance is unproven, and Brock Purdy had to put off his surgery on his elbow, and who knows how he's going to be. But they said with, without a quarterback, they set San Francisco's win total at 11. Does that seem really high to you or, it, or right on par? It does. Their team got a lot better. John Lynch also said today at owners' meetings that while Purdy, Lance, and Sam Darnold will compete for the job – Purdy is the leader in the clubhouse, assuming the elbow is fully mm-hmm. healed, which does the w- seem odd. The win total for the Jets, as it sits right now, and this is with the expectation of Aaron Rodgers being there, is nine and a half. That's not putting you in the postseason. Right? The 2022 opening win total for the Jets was five and a half. They finished last year with seven. So you're adding it's a Aaron Rodgers. But you're adding Aaron Rodgers and you're only picking up two and a half games? Wow. I find that rather interesting, to be honest with you. We need to get the people from Vegas on the horn, have them set the right? win total at 13, just to. Like Buffalo Super Bowl Bills, team. Buffalo Rogers. Bills, ten and a half. Ten and a half. The way things are right now in Baltimore, they're saying eight and a half. That's with Lamar Jackson coming back. Eight they, and a half. Or they assume that he'll be gone. Um. Yeah, that's true. Detroit. Uh, Detroit. By the way, nine and a half. Nine and a half for Detroit, and Minnesota eight and a half. They have the uh, the Bears at seven and a half. So the Bears are a half game better than uh, the Green Bay Packers are. The Forty ers I I admit they're they're stacked like nobody's business. And really, um, for it being a quarterback driven league, they have not only the best defense in the National Football League, but they are stacked talent wise at almost every position but quarterback. So what they're counting on is that a quarterback just needs to manage the game. That's it. And I think where you look at the New York Jets and you say they've only gained a couple of games on the projection, it's because they have to play Miami, they have to play New England, they have to play Buffalo. You know, Miami's picked at nine and a half games. New England's picked at seven and a half games. It's not an easy division at all. I think that's the reason you look at it and go, oh, okay. 
There you go. Cincinnati and Kansas City again, the highest picks when uh, it comes to uh, overall win total, 11 and a half, followed by San Francisco at 11, Buffalo 10 and a half, uh, the Eagles 10 and a half, Jacksonville at 10. Talk about the leap that Jacksonville, the Jaguars have taken. Dallas at nine and a half with Detroit and the Chargers and the Dolphins and the Saints. Saints finished with eight wins last year. They figure with what they've picked up this offseason that they've gained at least a game and a half. Can the Saints eke in with nine and a half? Jets at nine and a half. Cleveland at nine. I don't know what Cleveland's going to do. Baltimore, eight and a half. Then Denver, Denver, eight and a half. I don't know if that's going to happen or not. I think they're banking on a lot of just Sean Payton being a much, much better head coach. Minnesota, eight and a half. The Giants at eight and a half. Pittsburgh, the same. Seattle, the same. Chicago, seven and a half. Atlanta, Carolina. The Raiders, the Rams, the Patriots, Titans, all at seven and a half. Then you got the Packers, the only team at seven, then everything's six and a half. Uh, and the Houston Texans, five and a half. Arizona Cardinals, five and a half. I love the fact that the Arizona Cardinals, after paying all that money to Kyler Murray, who ultimately just basically got their coach fired and such, they caved to that guy, and they're picked to win a whopping five and a half games this year by Vegas. Oof. Talk about a bad, 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 bad move. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again, 877-867-1670. would love to hear from you this portion of the program. Brought to you by our friends at Boondocks, Barbecue Burgers and Brews, uh, right there on County Road K in Oconomowoc. They are always putting up good stuff. Uh, and we're going to be actually out there uh, doing a live show relatively soon, hopefully in the month of uh, April or May, But uh, because they've got a, a whole new venture going in across the street. They bought the bakery and such, so we're going to get out there. Uh, and do some things when they finally open that up. But uh, they've got all kinds of good stuff uh, coming up. They had bingo out there yesterday, but good food, flatbread pizzas, all kinds of things that they're uh, going to go ahead and, and start promoting as well. Uh, they're going to be uh, – They oh, by the way, their salads are really good too. One of the things that uh, a lot of people don't talk about when you go into bars and restaurants is salads, but they've got a buffalo chicken salad that's out of this world. But that's our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, County Road K in Oconomowoc. Stop in, tell them we said hi. More to Bill Michael. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Continue on in every plumbing and heating. They are located out in the La Crosse area. La Crosse, Trempolo, Monroe Counties, Vernon, Jackson Counties. You can go to everyplumbing.com. That is everyplumbing.com. But they're uh, they're coming on board. They're supporting our uh, motorcycle ride and featuring veterans and, you know, helping out veterans, military members, and their families with Fisher House, Wisconsin. They were founded by a career, Korean War vet in Clayton, every back in 1969. And um, now Denny. Or excuse me, uh, Craig has now taken over for Denny, which is uh, makes it a third generation family business. And uh, they, you know, if you're in West Salem or on Alaska, Shelby, Holman, anywhere out in that area, 
uh, give them a shout. 608-783-2803. Good people out there. So if you're needing uh, heating, plumbing, whatever it happens to be, uh, they have licensed plumbers, and, and they're looking to hire as well. So if you're looking, if you're a plumber with experience in new construction, residential, light commercial, they need you. They're hiring out there. That's every plumbing and heating out in the La Crosse area, serving La Crosse, Trempolo, Monroe, Vernon, Jackson counties. So uh, give them a shout again, uh, 608-783-2803. Good stuff out there. Thanks to Craig Every as well for uh, coming on board and being a part of the motorcycle ride coming up uh, also on uh, on Labor Day weekend on Sunday, September 3rd. 877-867-1670, uh, Wyatt says, any chance this is Goody's whole plan? I mean, he signed him to that deal, talked up love, let Aaron make a fool of himself, never get the trade done, force Aaron to either play in Green Bay or retire, passive aggressively, of course. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. As, as, as deep-rooted in conspiracy as that sounds, no, I don't think so. I don't think this was ever in the cards. This, this was not the plan. The, the plan was to, that, that Rogers was going to fade, love would take over, and it would be a natural, easy transition and Rodgers is right. Yeah, he threw a monkey wrench in the, old, the whole deal by winning back-to-back MVPs. Now, last year certainly was the down year. But, again, I go back to every time Rodgers has been doubted, he comes back and plays well. I don't doubt at all that Aaron Rodgers could have a very successful season this year. I don't doubt that for a minute. What made this so contentious, I guess, is the fact that, you know, it, Rodgers is not going quietly into that good night. They really don't know what they have in Jordan Love. Another team is in the mix. Rodgers has gotten somewhat self-absorbed over all of this. And, you know, it's just become – and the contract. The contract that Rodgers, you know, wanted to sign or that that was put together for him has made this a very – Delicate situation, I guess, in that sense as well. So this was never a deep conspiracy in the cards. This was, okay, we we, we made a choice. We made our bed. We got to lie in it in some way, shape, or form. And so they're trying to do, they're trying to make the best of an otherwise bad situation, I guess. Uh, John says, give Aaron Rodgers... Given Aaron Rodgers has such an ego, do you think that the Jets are unwilling to give up, give up a first-round pick, essentially saying they don't think he's worth it? Will that affect their relationship overall? Thanks, John, from Two Rivers. Boy, that's a great question, John. Um, on one, Boy, that's a great question because here's the way you'd have to think about it, or at least my, my, outli- my out loud thinking. On one hand, I, no, I don't think so because if you, if you listen to what he said uh, on the McAfee show, Rodgers, in essence, said, hey, it's the Packers. They're digging their heels in. If the deal doesn't get done, it's because of the Packers. So he's kind of throwing shade at the Packers. I think he's more like, yeah, screw them. Get what you can. You know, don't get me, but don't give up a lot and keep that first-round pick and whatever else you need, you know, weapons, tackle, whatever. Okay. But I got got to admit, there's got to be a little bit to that side saying, you know, if I'm Aaron Rodgers going, boy, they don't want to give up a first-round pick because why? And then you start to hear the stuff come out of New York. 
He's 40 years old. He's aging. He had a down season last year. We don't even know if we're going to get back to a Super Bowl with him. There's got to be some, a little bit of shade thrown at Aaron Rodgers in this, right? A little bit. You got to figure just a little. Come on, man. Stay tuned. We got another hour of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. 